I keep as much white space on my calendar as possible. I read this line recently in a Facebook group I'm in and thought, there, that's the magic sauce. Over the next few weeks, I'll be taking you on a journey of productivity, what it means and looks like for women, especially in our business. In the last episode, I talked about energy leaks. Today's episode, I share how your energetic output informs your mental and physical energy and why implementing white space is imperative to enhancing your productive output. In order to understand and get a flavor of your productive output, your productivity, you'll first need to know more about the energy, your energy, and how it cycles throughout the day and the week. I created an energy audit workbook you can use to help you gauge your mental, physical, and spiritual energy. I'll let you know how you can access it later in the episode. But for right now, let's do this. Hey there, welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, biz soul nudger and mindset coach for highly driven, soul conscious women age 40 and over, just starting or transitioning in their business. I support them as they work to get out of their own damn way to find out exactly what's causing the stuck so they can move through it to build their business, their wealth, and their lives in a more authentic, true-to-who-they-are way. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into what it takes, the mindset, the energy, the capacity, and yes, the confidence to grow a successful and thriving business your way. You'll also hear conversations, or as I like to call them, interviews with women who've taken the leap into entrepreneurship in this their second season of life, sharing their inspiring stories of how they shook things up and took the risks necessary to get where they are. My wish is that you will be inspired and motivated, but also that you're armed, informed, and enlightened by the words shared here to help you come back to yourself. This is Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. Let's do this, shall we? Welcome to the second in the series on productivity. In the last episode, number 10, I talked about your energy leaks, what they can look like and ways to squash them for optimal productive flow. If you haven't had a chance to listen yet, please do. I will be referencing some of the concepts shared there in this episode as well. We've been told by the powers that be who hold all the knowledge you all know I'm really kidding about that last bit, right? Holding all the knowledge? Hmm. We've been told that in order to succeed in business, we need to up our productivity game. We need to keep going no matter the cost. Burnout is part of the process. Because how will you know if you've given it your all unless your body aches from the effort? Can we just call bullcrap on that idea of being in business, please? The idea that we must push ourselves to give as much as we can to the people we've been called to serve without taking into consideration 
and being aware of what we're doing to our bodies, our minds, and our soul goes against every, every construct of good business leadership. That's why the quote I shared in the opening, I keep as much white space on my calendar as possible, blew my mind when I read it. You've heard of white space in graphic design and in decorating, where you allow for the design to shine without being crowded in or overtaken by other elements in the design. Clarity is foremost. So you understand what you're seeing to make an informed impression or opinion. So what then is white space put in the framework of productivity? White space is stillness, clarity, it's renewal. It's turning down or eliminating the noise that allows for distractions to use up your energy. Instituting regular white space creates a pathway to come back to your elemental essence, a place within where everything about you stems from. It's where you re-energize your beingness, intentionally focusing on what is essential and what you can confidently let go of. And because of this, it also helps improve your overall cognitive abilities when you do get back to work. So you're productive in a way that adds instead of taking away. White space is where you go to when your mind says you need to do more and more and more when less is actually what's needed. A recalibration of sorts. I shared in the last episode about flow, our optimal productive flow, and how taking the time to recognize where your energy is leaking helps to maintain a consistent store of it. One of the things I realized in the last few years that my body ages about my own energetic capacity in terms of the output is that the transition from my 30s to my 40s and now in my 50s is that I needed to be more mentally aware of not only my energetic capacity, but how I direct it as well. It wasn't the case that I couldn't do the same things, but it did mean that how I approached them needed to change. And the biggest revelation of all is that not berating myself for not being able to withstand the long haul of work or choosing to rest in the middle of the dang day, no less, is okay. It's about being present where you are and not pining for what was. Wanting what is no more, combined with the constant mental angst and IBSC chatter that holds you in a negative state, also heavily zaps your energy. Girl ain't got time for stuff like that. We can do all things. It's a matter of receiving the information your body is giving you about where and when the white space needs to come in. And I'm going to go there. Don't you dare think that she's not passing, your body is not passing that information on to you. Have you been hearing her message come through? Or are you still allowing the, but I have work to get to mantra to play out and drown out everything else? Listen, I know, I know. You started your business and maybe you're thinking because you came to it later in the game, 
Notice I did not say late to the business game because that concept cannot exist for us in any way, shape, or form if we're going to intentionally ride this wave of business joy. But if you've been thinking that you need to push and strive, hustle and grind to make a go of it later in the game or keeping up with the young ones, you don't. The way you approach productivity has to work for you where you are today and not from an idealized version you have of yourself from 10 or 20 years ago. No, stop that. So how do you find out about your optimal flow? How do you understand more about what you need, your body and your mind, on a daily, not only to maintain a sustained and more even balance of energy, but also so you can get what you need to get done, done to keep growing your business, to call in your clients, to increase your revenue and still find space for rest. You can do this by performing an energy audit. Now I'll tell you up front, this audit will take a concerted amount of commitment from you throughout the whole process that if you're still in the hustle grind mindset, you will most likely rebel against completing it. You will feel like giving up that it's not worth your effort and you have better things to do with your time. I get that, I get that. Did I ever tell you about the client who told me that the reason she didn't do the homework we both agreed she would do was because she didn't feel like it was good use of her time. Her exact words, by the way. And just so you know, I have permission to share this story because it's a great example of intentionally or otherwise keeping yourself stuck. So. Shocker to me, her words, but I carried on with the call like a good coach who cares about her client does. We kind of did that push and pull dance, which I am all up for if that's what it takes to help my clients get the results they want for themselves. So we did this back and forth dance, me nudging and her resisting, until she figured out that the results she was looking for with coaching were not going to magically appear until she was as fully committed to the work as she was to the results. And that's okay, we got there in the end. The reason I'm sharing this story with you is not to guilt you into completing the audit, absolutely not. That goes against every grain of ethics and value I hold dear. I have no control over you or whether you do this audit. But it is something I'm sharing freely because I truly feel that it's needed. The thing is though, I want you to recognize and experience the benefits of it, the knowledge and dare I say, the joy that comes from knowing this information about yourself that you can carry into any other area of your life. In the last podcast episode number 10, you learned about energy leaks and how to effectively plug them. Knowing your energy capacity, on the other hand, how you bring yourself to your work and best operate in business so you can be more effective, intentional, and purposeful is game-changing. I know this firsthand. I've completed this type of audit a few times over the last few years for each of my iterations, my transitions into a new phase in my life and in my business. 
And I want this for you too. Coming to a better understanding of who you are in your second stage of life, your needs and your abilities for and in your work is necessary for building a business that sustains you and your ideals, that taps into the values you hold that shape the framework for your business and creates an environment where you and this business that is your baby thrives. Okay, point of clarity here. Some call this period I'm describing our midlife. I've had a good conversation with my friend and fellow coach Liz Applegate on her podcast, Midlife Schmidtlife, on this very topic. I'll leave the link to that episode so you can listen in. There is an underlying belief that because we're at midlife, there's only a downward projection for us. What the heck? I prefer to call this period our second stage of life because who knows? We might have three, four, or five more stages to go. The word midlife has always felt like it describes the beginning of the end of the story for us. I say heck no. There's so much more available to us and within us at this stage in our lives. And I am passionate about changing this narrative. Once we allow for and accept that we are capable of anything and that our abilities don't define who we are, possibilities and opportunities are endless. But getting clear on what we have in our energy stores at any given time and outlining the best use of it is imperative to our success, whatever that looks like individually for each of us. I'd like each of us to find a way to be productive that matches our energy and our philosophy of life as it pertains to our business. It's possible to be more productive by not necessarily working harder or working less, although that is not a bad position to be in, but by working smarter. And that takes knowing more about your internal structure, your energy cycles. I'd love to have your take on what I shared in this episode or your thoughts on how this series on productivity is resonating with you. Hit me up in the DMs or on the gram to let me know. As usual, please, please share this episode and the podcast with your colleagues and your friends. I have so much more to say and delight you with in upcoming episodes. Don't forget to download your copy of the Energy Audit. There's a link in the show notes and actually do it. Not have it sitting at a file on your computer, fading away into perpetuity. I see you. So go do it. The spirit of your business will thank you for it. Alrighty then, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.